Coming up. Sometime in the marriage, I'm going to say oftentimes in the marriage, one party, husband or wife, is expecting the husband to make them feel like their boyfriend did. <laughs> or the husband expecting the wife to make them feel like their girlfriend did. That's not fair. Yeah. For, for two reasons. One is, they are not that person. The second is, that was a boyfriend. I'm your spouse. It's a different playing yeah, field. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're trying to you're trying to project into your marriage things that was in your sinful relationship. You're trying to recreate your sinful relationship. And that's out of whack. Hello, and thank you for joining us on One by One, the podcast ministry of Pastor Robert Scott of Quench Life Christian Fellowship. Did you know the devil only has three weapons he uses against us? But don't be fooled. He may only have three weapons, but he has plenty of tricks. Join us for the message series, Propositions from the Devil, where Pastor Robert and his wife Carolyn carefully walk through many of the traps from our very real enemy and the tools we possess to be victorious against him. Here's the second message in the series, The Options of the Tempter, Part 2. It is a strong part of the culture, pleasure. And you hear people saying, well, I'm not happy. So now being happy becomes the goal, right? Um, and then uh, uh, we had so much fun. And then you see people perpetrating like they had fun when they know it wasn't all of that. <laughs> right. Right. And so, but there's this craving for physical pleasure. Mm -hmm. That's the lust of the flesh. And that's hedonism. And uh, that's one of the devil's tools and tricks. Yes, it is. He wants to entice you with what will feel good. Mm -hmm. That's what he wants to entice you with. Uh, wouldn't wouldn't this be nice? Wouldn't you like this feeling? Yeah, yeah. And oftentimes, we're projecting on others the feeling we want to feel, even though we should not be expecting that from them. Mm -hmm. It ain't. It's not even fair mm -hmm. to expect them to give us that feeling. Um. Married folk, um, and this is one of the sad things. I like to talk about this when we talk about marriage and stuff. Yeah. And that sometime in the marriage, I'm going to say oftentimes in the marriage, one party, husband or wife, is expecting the husband to make them feel like their boyfriend did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or the husband expecting the wife to make them feel like their girlfriend did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's not fair. Yeah. For two reasons. One is they are not that person. Mm -hmm. The second is that was a boyfriend. I'm your spouse. It's a different playing yeah, field. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're trying to you're trying to project into your marriage things that was in your sinful relationship. Mm -hmm. You're trying to recreate your sinful relationship. And that's out of whack. Yeah. 
That's that's the that's the relationship where you didn't even you wasn't even loving God properly. And you're trying to project that into your marital relationship that is God ordained. It's all different. Yeah, it's different. And that's just an example of how we practice out this idea of wanting to feel. Mm -hmm. We want our flesh to feel a certain kind of way. And it could be if they were, if the, the spouse themselves were boyfriend and girlfriend, but didn't know God's word at that time. That's true. Maybe they were operating in a way that wasn't what the word said. Absolutely. And they had the wrong idea of what pleasure was or what was good. Yes. You know, yes. Instead of looking into the word. Yeah. Absolutely. And we got to distinguish the two and understand that, okay, that was then that, you know, so not let, not let me bring that into right. my new relationship yeah. because now I want to love the way I want to love the way God says we should love, mm -hmm. not the way that the world said we should love. Remember this is coming from the world, right? It's the lust, the lust of the flesh mm -hmm. is coming from the world. Yeah. And this is one of the ways the tempter uses us. He tempts us mm -hmm. in this way. Because he knows that our we have fleshly desire, and he tempts us to 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 do to go against God's will by leveraging our desire to do something, yeah, to feel something. Mm -hmm. So this is this is one of his one of his um, options. The second option that he has <clears throat> is the lust of the eyes. The lust of the eyes. Mm -hmm. And that's materialism. That's materialism. Yeah. And we'll look at what materialism means in a second. But look what it says here in 1 John 2, 16. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure. We just read that mm -hmm. and it reads on a craving for everything we see. Yes. So we got a craving for physical pleasure, which we already talked about. And now the world is offering a craving for everything we see. Yeah, yeah I know y'all been there. Mm -hmm. or, or, or You probably was it. You just may not remember when you was two, three, four years old and your mother took you to the store and you just couldn't keep your hands off everything you saw, <laughs> you know, or you seen some other kids in the store uh, walking around and touching everything. Uh -huh. Just, okay. you know. Yeah, <laughs> get slapped on the hand. Stop being alone. You know, y'all, you know, y'all know God is God is God is in the is in the store of the world with us. Yeah. And I don't know about y'all. God done slapped my hand quite a few times. So I don't, don't touch Let that. Me too. You, 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 as soon as I see it, and God said, oh, "No." Nope. Yeah. 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 I didn't have to. I didn't have to touch KJ. I got to get to a point. I just go. You gave him that look, like, don't you do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's that draw. And when you see something, you're drawn to it. And it doesn't change. We become adults. We still yeah. seeing something. And I can't tell you, I told, I said this to y'all before, but I can't tell you how many times I heard men say, it don't hurt to look. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, it hurts to yeah, look. It hurts. it hurts to look. Because this very reason right here, this is a option that the enemy has. When he gets you looking, you know, when he gets you looking, then he's reeling you in to his temptation. Mm -hmm. And so if you already have a mindset that it doesn't hurt to look, yeah. that means yeah. you're going to look too often and too long. Yeah. It's, and it's too much. And, 
Yeah, too often. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry, you said too often. Yeah. Yes. Too often and too long. Yes. Um, you're gonna look because you already have a mindset that is nothing wrong with looking. Right. But right. that is materialism. Mm -hmm. That you you want what you see, and it's not just um uh, another person, but it's things, things, cars, jewelry, I mean all kinds of stuff. Yeah. That's why the 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 manufacturers understand that. That's why we see these commercials because they're they they know that if you see it, you're gonna want it. Yeah. And so they make sure they spend all this money during the Super Bowl breaks on the Super Bowl commercials mm -hmm. to let you see what they know you're gonna want. Yeah. And they understand they understand it through research. Scientifically, they know mm -hmm. that if we run this commercial. X amount of times at this time during the Super Bowl, our sales are going to go up. That's why they pay all that money for those commercials. They're going to get, the, they gonna get, they the, go, money they get the money back because they know it. And, and then some. Yeah. It's been proven. It's the world of marketing that if we show it to them and they see it, they'll buy it. Yeah. Yeah. See, and it's called marketing. That's right. That's right. Or advertisement. And the same thing is true with the enemy. The enemy knows, let me let her or him walk by her at around 1220 during lunchtime for the next week or so. Yeah. And he knows if you keep seeing him or her, uh, something's going to be start to brew on the inside because we got a jacked up love detector, right? Yeah, yeah. We got a jacked up love device. And if I keep walking this by them so they can see it and see it and see it and see it, pretty soon you're going to want to talk to it. You're going to want to talk to it. And then you're going to want to touch it. And then you're going to want to grab it. And then he understands that he's not seen, he's not seen, he's seen, he's not seen it too many times. Yeah. Thousands of years he's been around. Yeah. He's he not seen it. And so you want to know what the options that Satan has? We're giving them to you right here. And the, 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 the thing I love about this is the simplicity of it in which, in terms of understanding it, but it's not simple to practice. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we got to make sure we keep ourselves together and in the word of God and in right relationship with God continually. Amen. And so he says, it's the craving for everything we see. I got to have it. Got to have it because I see it. Mm -hmm. Oh, did you see that new iPhone? Oh, did you see them new shoes? Oh, did you see that new car? Oh, did it, whatever it is. It, right, we, right. We, we want material things. Yeah. yeah. And look here what dictionary.com says about materialism. It says preoccupation with or emphasis on material objects. Wow. Mm -hmm. it, it, objects that comfort, okay. uh, comforts, considerations with material objects, comforts, or considerations with the disinterest in or rejection, rejection of spiritual, intellectual, or cultural values. Mm -hmm. That's materialism. It, it rejects values yeah spiritual values intellectual values moral values mm -hmm. it rejects it yeah so what's right doesn't matter no more mm -hmm. that's what happens with materialism getting that object that object that brings comfort that object that 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 uh that we want mm -hmm. trumps 
what's yeah. right. Yes. That's why this in this country, the, 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 the amount of debt that individuals have and the amount of debt our country has yeah. Yeah. is so high because mm -hmm. this is a materialistic country and culture. Amen. Amen. So the the enemy has a, only has a few options, but there's some powerful options though. Mm -hmm. There's some they are some powerful options. Amen. And he he tempts us with what we see. He tempts us with what our flesh desires. And then the third option he has is the pride of life. The pride of life, and that's secularism. Secularism. And so this is listed again at 1 John 2.16. I'm reading the, the um, New Living Translation, but the NIV and many other translations actually use the word pride of life. This uses it in a different way. I put it here specifically. So New Living Translation says, for the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see and pride in our achievements and possessions. Mm -hmm. These are not from the father, but are from this world, this world that we were instructed not to love. Right. So we see three basic options that the tempter has, and I'm going to give you a fourth, but it's with the twist. And we'll look at that in a second, but there are three basic options here. Mm -hmm. And so it says pride of our achievements and possessions. And what that's speaking to basically is that when we achieve things, the culture thinks highly of us. Mm -hmm. We become uh, uh, prominent. We become famous. We become um, envied. So other people are now looking at what we have. Mm -hmm or what we've achieved and say, I want that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And then that puts us in a better stead in this world mm -hmm. where we're looking at highly. Yeah. And so it's pride about achieving things. It's pride. And we're going to unpack this a little bit more in a second here. Mm -hmm. And we look at the, 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 the dictionary definitions. And so, but it's pride about that and all the, um, accolades and that come with it, the social cred that come with it, the cultural cred that comes with it. We crave that. Yeah. And yeah. then we're proud about yeah. it. We like that attention. We like the attention. Mm -hmm. Look what dictionary.com says about secularism. It says secular spirit or tendency, especially a system of political or social philosophy that rejects all forms of religious faith and worship. Wow. Okay. Y'all, <laughs> y'all get this? There's this, this whole secularism thing, this whole pride about your achievements and possessions move us into this, this realm of secularism that rejects religious stuff, faith and worship. Yeah. It rejects it. Mm -hmm. So you talking about pleasing God, when you get into this place, there's no way that you can please God or love God um, because you're loving the pride, 
you're loving the world yeah. and its offerings yeah. of achievements mm -hmm. and its offerings of what you could have and possess. Material stuff. And another definition to kind of dive even deeper into the secularism from dictionary.com is, is called secular humanism. Mm -hmm. And this gives a little more flavor to it. And that is any set of beliefs that promotes human values without specific allusion to religious doctrines. Mm -hmm. So it's really about the value of humans, not the value of God, not the values of God. Mm -hmm. So now when we look at pride of life, we're talking about being proud about the things that humans value, mm -hmm. not the things that God values. And you guys have already told us about some of the things that humans value and you can yeah. see them. And again, it's popularity. Um, it's being envied and being worshiped and praised. You know, that's why we got, you know, we do all these different things to to make people feel good and that can become their God. Right, right. Is right. how people feel about me and what people are saying about me, what my reputation is, so on and so forth. Amen. They got this, and I'm not that studied on it, but um, <clears throat> they got this thing called uh, non-fundable tokens. <laughs> I don't know if y'all heard about NFTs. this. NFTs. NFTs. It's part of the crypto world, mm -hmm. that digital world, the imaginary world that we are now. And this is, again, this is another thing the enemy is using as is, he's just using his, his three main things he has. But this is a way it's, it's, he, is, he is projecting it through NFT, the EFT or that world, that imaginary digital world. And in that world, they, you, uh, people are be able to create digital identities. Hmm. And in that world comes, you, you get this NFT and you can buy this NFT. It's just a digital image that you is attached to your name. And we got millionaires and billionaires buying NFTs. And guess what? They're going to buy the more expensive ones and they are attaching it to their name. And then it becomes part of their identity. And so they protect it and guard it so that they can go into the digital world, go to this digital party or this digital gathering. It's unbelievable. Uh, yes. And display there and wear or display, use their NFT as the identifier. So it's a special one. So when people see it, they say, oh, that's so-and-so. Other people who are in the digital party. Other people who are in the digital party. Yeah. And they paid all that money for it. Just to do this digital stuff, which I don't really right. get because I, I have enough to deal with in this world. I don't need to escape. Well, maybe that's what they're doing. They're escaping to a digital world where they're somebody, they're big and famous. Yeah. And I got all of this and watch me buy more stuff, you know? Right. And, and understand me, I'm not, this, this is not much different from before the NFTs came when if you are at a certain status in our culture, the expectation is that you drive a certain car you have a certain kind of house, mm -hmm. you have a certain kind of, you wear a certain kind of clothes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's similar to that. This now is just, if you are at this status, then you got to have this NFT. Yeah. It, so it's not much different than that. I'm just 
trying to make a point here about how the enemy is tricky and he's crafty and he's roping us into and he's utilizing to the max his three main things that he's got, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, pride of life. And that's what he's using to tempt people. And it's working. Yeah. And so we have yeah. to understand that about the enemy mm -hmm. and his options. And so I'm not saying this to mock them because it's really no different than, like I said, the other things that get attached to when you have certain status. Right. And people go into debt trying to live out that image. Mm -hmm. Um, because people are expecting them to have a house this size, a car this size, or 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 this kind of relationship. Right. You know. Um, so if I'm at a certain celebrity status, then I gotta date somebody who's at that status. Mm -hmm. And guess what happens? We see a lot of breakups, you know, all the time. <laughs> all the time, because again, it's a misappropriation of love, mm -hmm. right? It's like you you you're you're trying to love somebody who's in your your game or your realm or at your level of social status versus loving somebody, really loving them, yeah. right? It's, it's different. Mm -hmm. But these are things that the enemy gets us so that we will love the world and not love God. Yeah. And we got to understand that about yeah. ourselves. Yeah. And then the, the fourth option the enemy has with the twist he really only has three i want to be clear about that i've already stated that lust of the eyes left of the flesh pride of life but he has a fourth option because it's a combination of the three areas he he mixes them three up mm -hmm. you know he'll give you he'll 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 combine them or even put all of them in his temptation yeah and that's his his what we can somewhat call his fourth option. Mm -hmm. And so, and I'm gonna give you a couple examples of how he he did that in the scripture. Again, it's a combination of the three. First, second Samuel 11, two through four. Um, it says this, and this is speaking of David, who was king. Um, it says, late one afternoon after his midday rest, David got out of bed and was walking on the roof of the palace. As he looked out over the city, he noticed a woman of unusual beauty taking a bath. Y'all see that? Mm -hmm. David was on the roof of his palace mm -hmm. watching porn. That's what he was doing. He saw a naked woman who was beautiful. Mm -hmm. She was bathing. Mm -hmm. Lust of the eyes. Right? He saw it. Right? right? Mm -hmm. Verse three, he sent someone to find out who she was. And he was told she is Bathsheba, the daughter of Iliam, the wife of Uriah, the Hittite. So I'm going to pause for a moment here. So this is a married woman who has a husband and it is explicit in the scripture mm -hmm. <laughs> that you don't mess with somebody else's spouse. Mm -hmm. And not only that, David, well, he had our, he had wives already. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so verse four, then David sent messengers to get her. 
Let me pause on that. He's the king. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he has power. Right. Right. He has achievements mm -hmm. and possessions. And he had pride about it. He didn't go down there and talk to her himself. He didn't say, oh, let me throw something on, go down here and, you know, talk to her. Yeah. He sent a messenger because he could. Because he could, yeah. Mm -hmm. Because he was the king. Mm -hmm. He had people uh, worshiping him or honoring him or reverencing him. So he sent a messenger, pride of life, pride of, 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 of achievements. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it says, and when she came to the palace, he slept with her. Mm -hmm. Lust of the flesh. So his eyes were satisfied. He satisfied his pride and his his he he walked in his achievement, his his possession, his power, his prominence mm -hmm. and, and leveraged it to get what he wanted. Yeah, that was against God's will another man's wife. He leveraged his prominence and power to get another man's wife to sin against God. Pride of life. Yeah. And then he slept with her. Lust of the flesh. Mm -hmm. So the enemy got him on all three levels of the, his options. Got him. Mm -hmm. And he'll get us if we're not careful to understand how he works and what his options are. Right, yeah. And let me give you another example. And we talked about this last week somewhat in the Garden of Eden. We didn't look at this passage then, but we looked at the scene and what happened in the Garden of Eden, Genesis 3, 6. It says, the woman was convinced after talking with the devil, the woman was convinced she saw the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious. Mm -hmm. Lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes. Mm -hmm. She saw it was beautiful and she could just imagine that it's going to taste good too. Right, right. That is fulfilling the desire of the flesh. Mm -hmm. Fulfilling yeah. the desires of the eyes. And then it says, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. Y'all see that? Yeah. That's again, achievement. I want to achieve. I want to get that wisdom. Mm -hmm. All right. And that wisdom, you know, that wisdom comes with a certain, certain gratification when you achieve something and she had pride about it. And we can say it was pride because she was doing what God said not, not to, to do. do. Right. <laughs> That's the key right there. So she lifted herself above God. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. She lifted yeah. herself above God. Yeah. And she wanted to achieve something without God. Mm -hmm. Y'all hear this? Yeah. Is there, is there something, is there something, it, 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 the, I'm sure the enemy has come and tempted you in these ways too, mm -hmm. to, to uh, uh, something you saw, uh, uh, something you felt or feeling you wanted to have. Mm -hmm. or a achievement you wanted to get. And he wants to, he wants you to get it without God, right. outside of the will of God. Right. God had already made a way for her to get what was beautiful to her eye. Mm -hmm. Cause everything looked good. The whole garden looked good. Mm -hmm. 
And he already gave her an opportunity in his will to get and eat what tastes good. Because all the other, everything in the in the garden tasted good. Right. I told y'all a long time ago, it must have been some good collard greens in that garden. Boy, I'm going to tell you. Yeah. It must have been yeah. some good collard greens. Yeah. And she already had an option to get what tasted good. Mm -hmm. And she had an option to get anything, any knowledge she wanted because she was in relationship with knowledge himself. That's right. God. That's right. So she could have talked to God, asked God any questions. She could have did anything. But no, she wanted all. She ended up, not only she, but him too. Yeah. All those things, acquire, trying to acquire those things outside of the will of God. Mm -hmm. When God has made a means for her to get them and him to get them in his will. Amen. To fill all those voids, mm -hmm. all of all those sensations or whatever yeah, in his will. But we want God, the devil tempts us to try to do it outside of God's will. Mm -hmm. And so she took some of the fruit, it says, and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband mm -hmm. who was with her and he ate it too. Mm -hmm. And then we already read earlier, now they feel ashamed, Yeah, right? <laughs> now their love device and detector is damaged. And now we end up here. God has to send his son to fix us and get us back to the place he wanted us in the beginning in the garden. And that's what God wants for us. He loves us so much that he provided a means for us, though we've been marred and flawed, to get back to his original design and plan through his son, Jesus Christ. You've been listening to One by One. Here's a personal message from Pastor Robert. You may have never said yes to Jesus Christ. Do you know that God loved you so much that he sent his son to die for your sin? If you're ready to say yes to the love that God showed, pray this prayer. Lord God, I admit that I've sinned against you. I believe that Jesus Christ died for my sin and I commit my life to you. I ask that you come into my life, come into my heart, take control, transform me into the character of your son, Jesus Christ. Amen. If you prayed that prayer, I want to be the first to welcome you to the family of God. And I want to encourage you to find a church where you can learn more about Jesus, draw closer to God and to other believers. God bless you. To learn more about Quench Life Christian Fellowship, visit quenchlife.org. You can follow us on Facebook, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and connect with us on LinkedIn. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at QuenchLifeCF to receive regular words of encouragement and ministry updates. Join us next time. But when we sin against God, we give the, the, the devil room and the church loses ground. We get penalized. Right. We get set back when we sin against God. That's good. And, that, and that's time on, our, on the clock of our life that we can't get back. It's gone. Yeah. That time is wasted. That time we spent sinning against God, 
the clock of our life is still ticking and you can't reverse the clock back. That's right. You lost time on the clock. But I got good news for you though, that if you confess your sin. Yeah, yeah, that part. <laughs> that part. <laughs> and you grow, then you can, though you lost the time, you can gain the, you can gain the ground back that you lost though. Yeah. Thank you for listening. 